0: morning everyone. hope you'll have a wonderful day. Continue. Page 91B and the bottom, the Mishnah. Someone who just lost someone, a close relative, passed away. Even though that loved one wasn't buried yet. He goes to the Mikkah of They can sacrifice, he can, he can join and participate in the, the uh, Paschal Carbon sacrifice. And uh, because biblically, you only considered an oinon and a mourner, and you're not allowed to eat from the sacred uh, sacrifice only the day that the person dies. That night, he's good to go. And we find this by. Uh, when Moshe complained to Aaron, he found out that he did not eat from the Rosh sacrifice when they sacrifice the day they dedicated the tabernacle. So Aaron responded, I'm an Oynan. How can I eat the sacrifice the day that my two sons died? I'm not allowed to. So only that day is prohibited. The day, not the night, not the night that follows. Why does he have to go to the mikveh? He says, That's one of the things the 11 things that the rabbis enacted um, by sacred sac- sacred sacrifices, they were even stricter than Turumma, which is also holy, which has to be eaten in purity. That one of the things is that someone who's an or someone who had to bring a sacrifice to atone the eighth day. So they have to first go to the mikveh before they can participate in the sacred meat. Because since till now, they were forbidden from eating it. So they may have been negligent. They <coughs> may have come in contact with some impurity. So that's why they have to go um, to the mikveh. Okay. So that's one thing. Then he says, only Carbon pesach, not other sacrifices, because the rabbi said that you're in even the night afterwards. Only in the case of carbon pesach, since it's so strict and so important, you have to eat a carbon pesach. It's a mitzvah say that has a chi of Therefore, the rabbi is said that overrides the rabbinic prohibition, but not other kachrim. Other kachrim is also a mitzvah to eat from the sacred animal that you offer, but there's no. It's not a. a same type of uh, mitzvah as a carbon There's no Karis involved. You eat if you don't need it, you get al Hashem, someone who hears, he finds out that a relative died. Not the day that he died. The day that he finds out that he dies. And that's rabbinically, that day, after, you're like an oinan. Not biblically. Biblically, it's only the day that the person actually died. If you only find out about it later, biblically, you're not an oinan. Rabbinically you are. That uh, that they gathered the bones when they moved the grave. So it says when you move your grave, you rebury your parents, your mother and your father, it's like, it's like the day that you bury them and you have to uh, mourn for them that day. Only the day, not at night. So there are even other sacrifices, not only a carbon Pesach, even other sacrifices you're allowed to send someone to offer the sacrifice for you and you'll eat it at night. Because even rabbinically, there's no prohibition. It's only that day. (laughs) Geish and this guy Pesach, a convert who converts the day before Pesach. He can dip into the mikveh and he can eat the current Pesach that evening. Because even though that day, he's considered impure, but that's only that day only rabbinic, so at night <laughs> okay, we'll see, the mother will explain <laughs> Basil disagrees and he says whoever in other, in other words till he, since he converted, meaning he circumcised that day so separating yourself, a you separates himself from Arla, It's like it's as if he separated from a grave, and therefore you're not allowed to bring uh, the carbon pesach. Okay, will explain. Okay, Mara, my time, uh, why does the mission say that an einan could participate in the carbon pesach, and he can join in the say that? Nah, he said, because somebody holds, I need a little light lit up on because the night after, the, per- the day that the person dies, that's a biblical, you're an oinu. The night after, it's only rabbinic. And by Pesach, the rabbis did not they said that over did not uh, insist that you follow your an oinu. Because it's karas. Because it's karas. By other karas, since it's only an assay, it's not such a strict assay where if you don't do the assay, you get karas. Therefore, there the rabbi has insisted that we, we, we retain the rabbinic prohibition and therefore you cannot join in and participate in the, in, the, in the sacrifice. Now, he doesn't give a reason because Pesach, it's now or never. Other kachim, you can eat it the next day. What's your rush? Even rabbinically, only in that day and that night. The next day you can eat it. No, but he says you can't. There's certain sacrifices, for example, a, a peace offering. I mean, a, I mean, a Thanksgiving offering, which is also only that day and that night. So if you if the rabbis say you can't eat the kachrim, that's it. You can't eat the kachrim. Okay. Dr and then he says someone who collects reburies his parents if he himself reburies his parents how could he eat that night then he becomes in contact with a, a corpse right. impurity and then he has to count seven clean days and he has to sprinkle the seventh, third day and the seventh day Yeah, he, he didn't rebury his parents others did it for him but nevertheless that day rabbinically he's an oynan this The argument is a goy. A goy who had to circumcise himself. A goy who comes in contact with a corpse impurity, Right? A goy doesn't mean anything. A non-Jew, only a Jew could receive impurity while he's alive. That concept only exists as uniquely Jewish a non or an animal, there's no such thing, you should be alive and you should receive impurity, biblically. So even if he comes in contact with, a de- with death, he had a funeral that day, and then he converts, he buried his parents, then he converts, no problem, he went to the mikveh and he was good to go for the Seder, because when he buried his parents and he was a guy, there's no such thing, concept of impurity. So he goes, no problem, so he go, he, go, he circumcises, he goes to the mikveh, and then he, he's ready to go for the satyrs. So next year, when he'll bury, he'll bury, for uh, the future. He, yeah, so yeah, if he field. has a child, he had a child they're that they're year, somewhere. and the child, he'll say, listen, I remember last year, I, I buried someone, and I went to the mikveh, and I was good to go, so now also I'm good to go. He won't realize. he won't understand that a goy is not makabel tumah, and you can't compare it. That's why bis is strict. Shama is lenient. Bis is strict. Bis says we have to make exager. Shami yitam el Didn't I go to the mikvah and I ate the carbon pesach? Now also et bel He see, he's a scholar also. <laughs> Well, the other he didn't know. There's stuck in Nachriava. You won't realize that the reason why last year is because he was a goy, he was a kabbal tuma. After now, Yisrael, now he's a Jew, a kabbal tuma. But Shammai says no, we don't have to worry. You don't have to make an exam. I have a lot of Yisrael, but a yid who uh, circumcises that day. Let's say an adult who couldn't uh, couldn't circumcise because his two brothers died, and he had to wait till he's healthy, and then, then then he circumcises. According to everyone, after the bris, he can even Basil agrees he can go to the mikveh, and he can eat his carbon pesa. We don't make If you can allow a, a, yid, a yid, if you allow to bring a carbon pesa for a yid who's are who's not circumcised. Because later on he's going to be circumcised, you may come to say even a guy, circumcised. That, that so far, we don't have to worry about. Taisa says, why do you have to go to the mikvah? Where, 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 does it say someone who had a bris has to go to the mikvah afterwards in order to eat kachrim? <laughs> what do you mean, mal? Why is he want to say mal? He has a bris and then he goes to the mikvah and he gives the garden pesach. Why is he going to the mikvah? So they say. Nothing to do with the carbon Pesach, In general, before Pesach every year is to go to the mikvah. Every year is to purify himself before Yamtr. Some say even today, even even today's day and age, you have to go to the mikvah, you have to purify yourself before yamt. Especially in times of the Bitsa you have to purify yourself before Yamt. So I to be just saying that he has a different tumor. What tumor? Oh, Im Yashla. If he has a tumulhu, Even though he's in our role, he's still recabled yeah. to not say he's tongue, but he's Rukaban. No, so it's no, he's just explaining a Yisra or Yisra knows he has tum. If he has a tum, he has to be careful. He won't come to confuse he won't think that anything changes no, nothing changes it because you what does has nothing to do if you're circumcised or not circumcised. Even a, a, a Jew who's not circumcised is hundred percent Jewish and he receives Tumma. Yeah, be no, because why 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 would he you, did I mean just saying if he was coming. Okay. No, yeah, I don't think he's yeah, yeah. No one argues, even Bissel agrees that a Yid, who has a circumcision on the day before Pesach, he goes to the Mikvah and he eats his Pesach. And a guy who had a circumcision and he converted. The Rambam adds, the Rambam adds spice and taste and says, why, Why? how could you push off? He just became a convert. He joined the Jewish people. How could you deprive him of bringing the carbon peso Why, for what reason? He has an obligation. Why, why would you push him off? So he says, because he doesn't become a yin until he goes to the mikveh. You need a mikveh, you need a bris. Now, he had the bris that day so it's very reasonable it's conceivable that a person after to ask a bris he's too sick to go to the mikvah you have to give him a few days till he heals then he goes to the mikvah so so therefore the rabbis can say you know push it off don't, don't become a yid today wait 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 till, wait till the next day or whatever so there's no there's nothing compelling therefore the rabbis didn't feel bad about okay you won't you won't bring a carbon peso i <laughs> mean Nothing forcing you, compelling you. You have to have the bliss today, and you have to become a full fledged Jew today. We can easily push it off. Amar <laughs> <laughs> um, Rav said, odol in These three cases: in the case of an Oral, someone who is uncircumcised, Hazav and and Hazav, and sprinkling the red heifer, the ashes. Ismail and bring a knife to slaughter the carbon pesach and the debreim the rabbis insisted on keeping their rabbinic prohibition, even though it means that you're not going to fulfill a positive mitzvah that comes with a penalty of kharis. But oinen, someone who just lost a loved one, a and someone who was a leper, a a a, 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 pl- a, pl- a plot where we suspect that a grave was plowed and the whole space has a, has a status of a grave, a cemetery, mm-hmm. and the rabbis say you have to treat it as if it's tameh. There, the rabbis did not insist on keeping their rabbinic prohibition in the place of Karbis. Now he explains all six cases. We're talking about a goya. A goya is an idol who converts. So the rabbis said, we're going to keep our rabbinic prohibition. We say, you're not allowed to bring a carbon in place. Hazor the Amamar, Hazor shvus. Let's say a person came in contact with a corpse impurity and the seventh day was at a Pesach and a Shabbos. So the rabbis say he had not a lot to sprinkle on the Shabbos, like fixing men. So not a lot to sprinkle. So even though if you don't sprinkle, you won't be able to bring a carbon Pesach. Well, the rabbis said, tough luck. We don't let you sprinkle. Even though it's only rabbinic prohibition and that's depriving him from, from bringing a carbon Pesach, which is a biblical obligation that has caught us. Nevertheless, the rabbis say, no. No sprinkle. And he won't bring the carbon Pesach. He'll bring the Pesach Shein. Ismail, the time that we learn, just like you can't bring the knife, through a public way, you need a knife to, 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 to slaughter the carbon Pesach. So to even rabbinic prohibition. The rabbis prohibit you from carrying Without a native, you know, from carrying from the roofs, the rooftops, courtyards, the, uh, the backyards. So too, you're not allowed to even on, even even if it means on Shabbos and Erev Pesach. Even if it means you're not going to be able to bring a carbon Pesach. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what what do you mean? You need a knife. What knife we're we talking about? We're talking about a knife to bring, to, to bring, to do a bris because you're not allowed to bring a Karben Pesach, anyone in your household is uncircumcised. You're not allowed to bring, bring, the master of the house cannot bring a carbon Pesach. So you want to bring a knife in order to circumcise and it's the eighth day, obviously, because otherwise you're not allowed to circumcise on Shabbos. But, and, and the only thing that's stopping you is there's no knife. Yes, Abeleza says that anything that that prepares you for the bris, you're allowed to do. But the rabbis disagree. Kiva says no, only the the mitzvah itself. You you forgot to bring a knife, tough luck. So even though it's only rabbinic prohibition, you're carrying, it's only rabbinically carrying, and that's stopping you from bringing a carbon pesach. And it has a chi of karas. That actually points out the chi of karas here we're talking about over here is the chi of karas of the carbon pesach. There's no chi of karas on the bris. Why? It's the eighth day. Yeah, because who exactly has a chi of karis? The baby. An eight-day-old child doesn't have any chi of karis. until you become bar mitzvah, you're not responsible. So he doesn't have a chi of karis. Only after bar mitzvah, if he, does, if he doesn't have a bris and he doesn't take care of it, then there's a chi of karis. But, And the father surely doesn't have a chi of karis. The father has an obligation to circumcise his son. The chi of is not on the father. The chi of is on the person himself who doesn't have a bris. The, baby, the person himself is a baby, eight-day-old baby. So he means the chi of karis, the chi of of Pesach. So by not bringing, carrying this knife, and therefore you're not going to circumcise, and therefore you're going to deprive him of the opportunity of, of fulfilling the mitzvah of bringing a carbon pazel that has a chiyuv of Because the father can't bring the carbon son is. Exactly, dead. exactly. and that, these are the three that the rabbis insisted that they they remain. The prohibition remains even if it's going to block you and stop you from fulfilling this important positive mitzvah that has cards and you have another three where the rabbis and not and says like we said in the mission and even though the rabbi said the night after immediately following the day you're also an in rabbinically but here the rabbi said no the mitzvah of bringing a karm pesach and eating the karm pesach overrides this prohibition and therefore you're allowed to join participate in karm pesach and eat join the seder that night mitzvah the time you learn the breizem mitzvah shal shminish that the eighth day falls out on that a And that's the day that he purifies himself. That's the day that he receives an atonement. And then he can join and join the Seder and join the participate. But the problem is with our caddy. But he saw He saw an omission. He had an omission. So the problem is. So we say that the problem is. So what do we say? he goes to the So what the rabbi say? The problem is, firstly, a balkedi, a matzayid, in order to be purified, has to, has to go through a procedure. You have to take the blood from the bird, and you have to, um, and you have to smear it on, the, on his thumb and, and, and the lobe of his ear, the right ear, the right thumb. So he has to, the kohen has to stands inside the temple and the Mitzayda goes up the steps and stands by the gate, Shara Nikner, the gate that separates between the women's courtyard, the outer courtyard, and the inner courtyard. And he sticks his, his the thumb in because he's not allowed to go in. Before he receives an atonement. he can't go into the, it's like a catch-22, he can't go into the temple. So how are you supposed to do the procedure? So they did not sanctify the gate. We learned they didn't sanctify the gate and the, the of the Nikner, the Nikner gate. And and just putting your thumb in or putting your ear in is not considered entry. So he he sticks his, his ear in, sticks his thumb in, and it's his right finger his right thumb, and and the coy smears it with the blood. Question the problem is a carry is not allowed. We learned a carry is not allowed to even go in the in the camp of the Levium. He can't go in the entire Harabias. Okay, so he goes to the Megva. So he goes to the Mechvizu Yom, but Yom, is not allowed to even enter into the courtyard of as a snusher. So how, how, could he, how could he get up there? So in order to purify himself, to enable him to join in the Karpon Pesach. So the rabbi said, since it's only rabbinic, so the rabbi said that we override the rabbinic prohibition. Really, a Yom is allowed to go into the outer courtyard. So, so in order to enable him to fulfill this powerful mitzvah, the Karpon Pesach, that it comes with a curse, so they allowed him. So therefore, we see that it overrides the mitzvah. should come a positive mitzvah that has should push that has no says. Rav says. the Gemara says was a tan. He can argue with tanoyim. Definitely not a tan. Rabbi clarifies. that what he means here, but he doesn't mean that it's a biblical assay. He means a rabbinic assay. Hmm. Rabbinic lasey, not a not a, that a tful yaim is not allowed to go into the. You have to kick him out from the as asus That's only rabbinic, not biblical. Biblical, he can go into the entire machna including Ezra nashim. Where do we see that it's rabbinic? Remember, it says the cow Yehuda, Yerushalayim, Ves Hashem. Yeah. Ye Shafat, stood up among the congregation of Yehuda, Yerushalayim, the house of Hashem. <coughs> <coughs> the new courtyard. What do you mean by what's a new courtyard? So he's referring to the he refers to the azar. Azar is called the chatzere, the courtyard. Because it was open. And they had four corners. It was also open and we find it's called a courtyard. It's called a uh, chatz. Courtyard. So mm-hmm. this azarah shechitshu be'daber and the rabbis were machad innovated. said he said, 'Tvu'leym le'kandas machna leviyah.' A tvu'leym is not allowed to enter into the camp of Lavia but specifically only into only into the Azar. In the chil, he's allowed to go. In the Arabayas he's allowed to go, even rabbinically. Versus a tamei the rabbi said even though Tommy Mace and the mace itself is allowed to go into the entire Levia, really technically biblically even in the Eze, even as a notion but the rabbi say he's prohibited from going into the hill even that surrounds the uh, the temple itself that's outside the outer courtyard but Tuulyeim uh, is allowed to go into the hill but the rabbi is innovated he's not allowed to go into the courtyard but here the rabbis override, override their prohibition and said in order to enable it to fulfill the mitzvah saseh that has chorus of bringing a Karim Pesel to participate. So we allow him to enter so he should get his atonement and, and therefore he'll be able to join in and participate in Karim Pesel. Beis ha and the third thing he says is Beis ha-prat nan, me learn, Beshov and Besham and Besill, Besham and agree. We continue And 92b. She-baytkin leisipesah, and and that through search, if you if you if you uh, check, the bezah pras, so you can check it to do a carbon Pesach. If there's no other way, you can check it, but not for euchli truma. Those who want to eat truma, we don't allow them. Under no circumstances, the Kayin, we don't allow the Kayin to go through the bezah pras, this prohibited area. You should go around it, or you should wait. Don't eat truma. Yeah, there's no there's no rush. You have time, go around it, find a different route. But here, you, here you must eat it. So therefore, they allowed you. How? If you check. How do you check? My boy, you blow. If there's a, if there's an obvious bone, you'll see it. If it's a small, tiny bone, you by blowing it, you'll know. You'll you'll push it off. So you never you're never gonna touch it. You won't step in it. You won't touch it. The fact that you may hover over it, it doesn't matter. Hovering over a bone that's like a tiny bone doesn't make you to, to make Bones, in order for the bone to contaminate you with the of hovering of an oil of a tent, it has to have a majority of the bones or at least the, the, the shape of the person. A little tiny bone doesn't do the trick. So therefore, it's no problem. If it was stepped... By foot, it was all trampled on. So by trampling it and stepping it's a place that everyone stepped on and trampled on, um, then it's pure. Then, then the, the, the stepping and the trampling already removed whatever bone may have been there, because this is a place that we're worried that a grave was plowed over. By plowing over the grave, we're worried maybe a bone was also plowed and spread, dispersed, the bone the fragments all over this area. And therefore, the Kayin, if he touches it, it becomes tammeh. That's why the rabbis say, you have to be careful. But if it was all trampled on, so he can check. If it was all trampled on, then he can walk through it. But to eat terumah, we don't rely on it. Even if it was all trampled on, we don't rely on it. Because he can wait. But, But since it's only a rabbinic prohibition, so in the case of Pesach, the rabbis say it overrides the, 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 the commandment, the positive commandment to eat the carpent pesa, which is so strict that's the only positive commandment, it and bris, it's the only positive commandment that says that if you don't do this positive commandment, you get the penalty of cards, you lose your life. The rabbi say it overrides this rabbinic prohibition. We finished we finished the eighth chapter of Psachim now we begin the ninth chapter okay ready for the new chapter someone who was impure or he was far away from the temple said and he didn't make the first part the first Pesach. he gets a second chance he can bring he has to bring the second Shay if he forgot, he forgot which day it was. Or an accident, something happened, it was out of his control, he just couldn't make it. Maybe he got, he got, uh, he, got he came down with COVID, he just couldn't make it. He was lying in bed, he just couldn't make it. Well, he also said, he, and he didn't make the first Pesach, he gets a second chance, he can do the second Pesach. if that's the case, ask the Mishnah, why is the Torah specified? These two cases: someone who was impure, or someone was was uh, too far away. If he's saying any case, you bring a carbon pesach. Why? What's the, what's unique about these two examples? You're saying no matter what happens, even if he forgot, you forgot it was pesach, or or he was oynus, it was out of his control. Either way, you get a second chance, a, pe- a chance to make up for it. So why why does the Theta specify, and he's telling us the laws of pesach The Theta specifies so the difference is, there is a difference. If you were Tambe and you were there, you're exempt from karas Only these two cases. question is, uh, how, does, how does that answer the question of the mission? Right. The mission is asking, right. I don't so actually, says, yeah, all four cases exempt from Qaddas, but maybe he's pointing out that Misha even though you weren't really constrained, yes, if you walked normally, you're too far, you couldn't arrive in time. But you always have an option. You can take a horse, so take a fast horse, and theoretically you could make it if you wanted. There's nothing really stopping you. So you weren't anonymous. You weren't a shreger, you weren't anonymous. You know it's pesach. You're far, but yes, there's a will, there's a way, you can make it. Maybe tombe also, if you go to the mikveh, in other words, if you touch the shed, it's whatever. So you have an option. You can go to the mikveh, and then if you go to the mikveh, then 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 you could bring a carbon pesach, and yet you didn't go to the mikveh. You chose not to go to the mikveh. So maybe so you're not an einus. No one is stopping you. Who asked you not to go to the mikveh? Go to the mikveh, and then you can bring a carbon pesach. So I'll do exceptions. yeah. <laughs> okay. Zakti gemarit itma We learn If he was in a he was uh, distant the the was alcohol and they went ahead and slaughtered and sprinkled blood for him anyway even though he's exempt they went ahead and did it says yeah it's good after the fact it's good taser says how's the pastor what do you mean the whole carbon Pesach is meant to eat if he's too far away how could he say it's good? He, he can't eat it from it. If you know, if you know initially when you're slaughtering and you're sprinkling the blood that he can never make it and he can't eat from it, then it's no good. So he says no because, yeah, theoretically you can take a you can take a fast horse, you can rent a fast horse, and he could make it if he wants. So since theoretically he couldn't make it, so even though he doesn't make it, doesn't matter. Since theoretically he could make it, so when they slaughter and they sprinkle, it was intended to eat. Yeah, it's a good carb. That's how opinion. Rav argues, and that's the Allah, like Rav Sheshis. Rav Sheshis, no, no, he, he didn't fulfill his obligation. The Torah exempts him, and therefore, he has to bring a carbon Pesach Shemim. The says, he doesn't have to bring a carbon Pesach Shemim. The Torah says, he doesn't have to bring. Not that you're not allowed to bring, the Torah says, you don't have to, you're too far, fine, we'll give you a second chance. But if you want to bring, if you, on the contrary, you should be blessed. no, the makes it equivalent to tamme. You're pushed off. You can't bring, you're not allowed to bring. now says, We know am How do I know this from? Where do I know this from? What's my source? My understanding of this of this Pshatanat Pasuk. Not. It says in the Mishnah, we learn the Mishnah, our Mishnah. We just learned. was And he didn't make the first Pesach he should make the shayni. So what do we see from this? The Mishnah continues. He was Tameh, he was Well surely he's not talking about Tameh. Tameh doesn't have that option. But he said, Valiyasa well, he Sedition, he's referring to Del Kaik. No, that's if he wants, he could still bring a carbon pesa. Huh? Someone could bring it for him. And he didn't. So you see, he has that option. Ravshesha samma, Ravshes <laughs> Amalah, <laughs> Yhachi, if that's how you interpret the Ms. Mishnah, Yah seifa the when <laughs> it says the in the second part of the mission. Shogagi Nanas. <laughs> he was by mistake or he was by accident, Valiyasa Sedishan. So you're going to say there too you can't say what he means and he didn't make the first Pesach. It means he had an option and he chose not to. How? He didn't have an option. He didn't even know it was Pesach. He, he made a mistake. He miscalculated. But he didn't this. It was out of his control. So he didn't have that option. So you have to interpret what do you mean, means he's talking about a third case. He's talking about three... a strong question because... Well, in context, that's what it means. Yeah, if you wanted he could, but just a no, lie there. No, but he, is bringing a proof. Avnachlan is saying, no, that he's, he's that Valeosa means, and he, he chose not to. And that's his whole proof, that's his whole foundation that he bases is Allah that him also hurts. So if that's how you interpret it, you can interpret the same exact wording in the next sentence. There you can interpret also means he chose not to. He didn't have a choice. Ella, how he, so you must explain, what does he mean? He's talking about a third case. Shogang, he made a mistake. Onas, he had no choice. And someone who intentionally had a choice and chose not to. Three cases. Here in the first sentence, in the first part of the mission, it's also a third case. He was an he had a chance to bring a carbon pesach. He was an because oh, you know, we learned, we just learned the, uh, in the last mishnah, the end of chapter eight, that he did have a chance to make. He did have a chance to make a pesach, and he chose not to. We don't even like because he wasn't allowed to. No, he chose not to, not because he wasn't allowed to. An no, is allowed to. An no, has to actually, and he didn't make a carbon pesach. So, so don't bring a proof in the mission of Shesha's argument of don't The mission is not telling us that someone who is a distant had an option and chose not to. No, he has no option. He's not allowed. To. But he's also including an einus, an Ask what's the difference. Why does the mission have to spell out an einan? Why is an einan different than a maize He's allowed to bring. He has to bring. The rabbi said, go ahead and bring. We override the rabbinic prohibition. You're not considered an oinen that night, so you can eat and join in and participate in carbon Pesach. So you're like, every other year, do you have to bring a carbon Pesach. If you choose not to, you're a So you already said mazid in the end of the mission. So why are you spelling out oinen? So Teisus says, because an oinen, it's not exactly a We understand him. The guy, just he just lost his loved one. He doesn't have the head. He doesn't have the heart. His heart is shattered. He's broken. He's mourning. He's, he's not. He didn't do it intentionally. Intentionally means you know it's pesach. Everything is okay with you, and you couldn't care less. Here you're not talking about a rasha who chose b'meizid not to bring a carbon pesach intentionally. You're talking about someone who, understandably, just doesn't doesn't have the heart, doesn't have the energy, doesn't have the strength to think about a carbon pesach now. His whole life just fell apart. Okay, so that's Rav Sheshes. That like, that yeah, Amor Av Ashi. Masnisa Namideka. I'll bring a proof from the Mishnah that Rav Sheshes is correct. The like Ktanim it says we learned the Mishnah. Elu ptudin meyakaris. These are exempt from from kares. He says what? Why does he spell out tami of deruchichaika? Because these are exempt from kares. Veiluchayavim ba'kares. Ahay. And which which one is he going? Ilay mashayig vinnenas. If he's talking about Sheikh Ganen, bananas, but they how could he say they're, they're exempt from Qadis? Why do you have to tell me they're exempt from Qadis? Obviously, I mean, I mean he's, he's, he did it unintentionally. There was a question: there question? Right, right. <laughs> 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 they're not Qadis. <laughs> so who, who exactly is Qadis? <laughs> So we have to say that shayegan is part of Eilu that ptudim me'akaris. Obviously, the potter from kares. And that's what Rashi says. Potter from kares because he was a shayegan. Of course, he's potter from He's an anus. Of course, he's potter from kares. Elul lava He's going amazed because he says in the plural, elu ptudim me'akaris in the plural. These four cases: tamid erichehaykeshayegan anus. He's surely potter from kares. Shayegan also the potter from the Elu in the plural which two cases the case of Mezid and the case of Oynin. Elava, Mezid, So you see clearly this proves Afshash's point that when he says in the Mishnah he also sedition he's talking about a third case the case of Oynin who could have should have brought could have brought and chose not to. Very tricky and he's Chayif Khariz because at the end of the day he was Mechayif to bring. That's what he says in the plural. Rab Nachman, how would Reb Nachman respond? This, he seems like a proof, proof positive. Rab Shajis. Rab Nachman will tell you, Really, he's only going on the on the second part of the mission. The second part of the mission Rab Nachman agrees with you that when he says he's not referring to the Shagig or the Ainas. He's talking about a third case. Someone intentionally chose not to do the dish, which is the Mezit. And nevertheless, he uses the plural. The Elu even though he's only talking about the single case of Mezid. Ubedinu the boy misnichayev really should said Chayev, not Chayavin in the single in the singular, not in the plural. Since he uses in the plural in, in, the, in the opening of the sentence, but really he only means in this second he only means in the single case. But in the first part when he says he's going on the Even though he could have brought a carbon paste because he could have sent someone to bring a him, he also, yeah. nevertheless, he chose not to, so nevertheless. And we have for it says, well, also, but the end really means, when it says, yeah, there yeah, but there also means he's referring to the one who was with that, could have brought so and chose not also to. Means right. The second case, Rav Nachman agrees that it means, it means amazing. Okay, we'll stop over here, then, and then we we'll continue tomorrow. Rav Shesha says, What's his source? What's his source? That that Taylor says that uh, not only you're exempt from bringing, but you're actually not allowed to bring the equivalent of a Tammit. I've a wonderful-